welcome back to To Whom It May Concern podcast, a podcast for anyone and everyone who finds us in their mailbox. It's your girl Tatenda and welcome back to a new episode. Uh, today we are talking about surrender. We're talking about social surrender, totally surrendering every part of our hearts to God. You know, that's 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 our calling as Christians, if we're being honest. Because when we give our lives to Christ, we're giving him everything, saying, God, here is my life, do with it as you will. But half of the time, we don't even understand what that means. You know, we say statements like this, and, you know, we sing songs that say things like this, but we don't know what we are actually saying. You know, yet when God wants to use us for his will, the first thing we do is cry and complain and run away. Whereas God is like, what? What are you doing? I thought you said I could use you. And now, why are you running? You get what I mean? So we need to get to a place of understanding what surrender actually means. What surrendering our lives to Christ actually means. What giving our lives to Christ actually means. Because you give your lives to Christ, the act of you accepting God as your Lord and lord and personal savior that whole act is an act of surrender to him you know and it's something that i feel like it needs to be taught a lot more and something that needs to be yeah you know taught a lot more and people just we need better understanding of it because in that particular time we don't understand what we're doing we just that we're giving our lives to christ but i feel like there, there needs to be more teaching about what it means to actually give your life to christ what it means to actually submit yourself to the will of god you know because people always say let's be christ let's be christ like what was christ like you know christ christ was basically everything that jesus did while he was on earth was the will of god no matter how hard or painful it was it was the will of god it even goes to a point where we was even crying in the garden of Gethsemane, saying if this bitter cup can pass please let it pass but your will not mine so he was in a position where he's like, yo, I'm about to face something really painful and I really don't want to. But at the end of the day, God, your will in my life be done. That's why we, in the prayer, we say, uh, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, because in heaven, he has declared something over our lives. He has said something and it's been stamped, signed, sealed, stamped, delivered, everything. He has declared something in heaven. So we say your will be done on earth as we have declared it in heaven. You know, your will be done one thing I, I always like to add, you will be done in my life, is you have said it in heaven. You know, and that's a very, very big statement. And it's now that I'm growing as a person and as a Christian that I'm learning how to fully understand what I'm saying. Because sometimes I just say things in the, in, in the heat of the moment without actually understanding what it is that we're saying or yeah, what it is that we're saying, and that's what we're talking about today. We're going to break down what social surrender actually means. We're going to look at the definition and actually do it because we're always hearing it being preached, and we even sing in a song. I know a song that I know that we that we like to sing is um uh I surrender all. And we even go all to the my blessed Savior. I surrender. We surrendering all. We saying I surrender all. What does it mean to surrender all? Keyword all, because you're not saying I'm surrendering half. You say I'm surrendering everything that has to do with me. I'm saying it's yours. Use it for your glory. That's what, that's what we're basically saying. When we surrender our lives to Christ, we're basically saying God use me for your glory, not mine. 
use me for your glory not mine use me for your will for your plan not mine and that's probably one of the hardest things anyone can ever do in their entire life you know but before we get into that let's first understand what the term surrender means and according to the dictionary to surrender is to submit to an opponent's authority to yield to abandon or to give up completely so um surrendering basically means choosing not to fight or control your circumstances and emotions but to rather be open and receive whatever comes your way giving up your will and yielding to a higher power that's the meaning and this one says to an opponent's authority and at first i was like an opponent what does this mean and then as i looked deep into it um the spirit started telling me that the flesh and the spirit we all know that there's flesh in the spirit life within us like the spirit man you know the one that we grow when we're fasting when we're saying man, man does not live by bread alone yeah the flesh is dying but the spirit man is growing so that spirit man that lives on the inside of us yeah that spirit man is always in constant war with the flesh it's it's always in constant war with the flesh because it's a matter of who's leading your life is the flesh leading your life or is the spirit leading your life and the spirit is from god so the goal here is to make sure that you, is to make your flesh yield or surrender to the will of the spirit because your spirit man is always going to be in link with the holy spirit in fact your your, your spirit man and the holy spirit are supposed to be one so if the, your spirit and the Holy Spirit are one, that means that your flesh has no power over you. And when I say flesh, I don't necessarily mean like your actual flesh. <laughs> it's just like a term that is used in in churches or in the Christian belief. Uh, referring to, I don't want to say things of the world because that just sounds a bit, you know. But because I can't find a better word, I'm just going to say things of the world. You know, um... Your flesh, when I say flesh, I basically mean your desires, yes, because sometimes our desires are not, the, are not the desires of God. We desire things from a point of greed, a place of greed, a, pra- a place of lust, a place of envy, a place of, if she has it, I want it too, kind of thing. So that's the flesh, you know, um... The need to always know what's happening tomorrow. The need to always be in control of your own life. That's the flesh. Because if you give your life to Christ, you kinda you're saying, you know what, I'm understanding that I am not here. Me being here is not by my is not my power that brought me here. You know, I'm not here by my own might or my own power, but it's a higher power that brought me here for a purpose. And I want to yield to into that purpose and become that person. And become the person who the creator made me to be. And in order for you to be the person the creator made you to be. It means that you basically have to yield to the creator. And listen to what he is saying. And that's one of the hardest things you can ever do. Because now sometimes what the creator tells you to do is not the same as what might look nice or appealing in the eyes of society. It's not, it's not always the coolest thing. It's not always the most attractive things not always the best of things you get what i mean and and god speaks to people differently of course and god speaks to us differently based on our characters what god might be calling me to might be different to what god is calling you to and just 
yielding to that is very hard especially which is why it's important that you don't compare yourself to anyone because you might be looking at someone else and be like raw how come they're allowed to do this but i'm not allowed to do this but where's god understand that if he lets you do that that thing will be your idol that person doesn't care about that as much as you care about it you make it your idol that's why you can't do it and then they can do it you know and so i'm i'm learning that i'm learning how to um yield and just surrender everything to god i'm learning that you when we say we surrender all we're not just talking about the burdens that when you say you know cast your burdens unto jesus for you cares for you you know we're not talking about the whole when you the weary and heavy lady we're not talking about that we're talking about your life your goals your career your relationships your friendships you know everything your children your business ideas everything it means getting to a place where you like god I want to do this, but I don't know if I should. Is it, it's, um, I don't know if I should. Please, can you direct my steps? God, I want to do this, but it could be coming from a place of greed. So I now need you to pray it. I need you to look at it. I need you to, to dig deep because God knows your heart. You know, God knows your heart. We lie to ourselves and to ourselves. No, I just want this because I think it's cool. Whereas, no, you don't want it because you think it's cool. You just want it because you feel like that's what's going to get people to like you. Or that's what's going to get you up there. Or that's what's going to get you um, the validation you need. You know, that's what's going to get you, I don't know, something that you feel like you're missing. Whereas God is like, nope. So it's, it's getting to a place where you're like, okay, I want to do this, but is it part of your will f- for me to do this? Oh, I think that girl is cool. I think that guy is cool. I want to be their friend, but God, is this friendship part of your will for me? Because the truth is, sometimes, I think I did um, an episode, actually, I don't think, I did do an episode about your surroundings and people that you have around you and friends and stuff. You know, there's some people that you want to be friends with, but then you're not supposed to be friends with. You know, because you not because there's anything wrong with them, but because you're just naturally on different paths. So because you're on different paths, if you had to get to a place where you cross or you mix paths, it won't work out. You know, so you now need to get to a place where like, okay, God, I think this babe is cool. I actually like her. I think she's paying her, and I have the same likes. I want to be her friend, but what are you saying about it? And God say, I mean, she's amazing. She's actually a very amazing girl, but that's not your friend. Your friend is the other person. And when God said your friend is the other person, when you have totally surrendered everything of yours to Christ, it means that you say, okay, yes, sir. Then you go to the other person, and you don't have to go to the person God said don't go to. Because the last thing you want to do is get yourself in relationships where God did not approve. Because the pain that comes with having to leave that place is very horrendous. I've been through it. I've put myself in situations where I surrounded myself with people I knew for a fact weren't supposed to be around me. But I didn't care. I thought I knew better. So I put, I've surrounded myself in that. And when I got to a place where I finally had the courage to leave. Or I finally had the strength to go and do my own thing. Or just be my own person. It hurt more than anything. And I couldn't even cry. I'm like, God, why didn't you protect me? Because God's like, I told you don't do this. But you just didn't listen. So total surrender basically means asking for direction constantly asking for direction i think in proverbs it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord and that's the life i've been called to a life where we say god i want god what are you saying you know i know i heard of a lady who says who spoke about how with her her relationship with god is so mighty to a point where um 
God will tell her what to wear even in the morning. She wake up, I'm like, oh, God, what should I wear today? And her, God will even point the clothes, like, oh, wear that jeans, wear that t-shirt. And she'll be like, oh, this is a bit boring. But when she gets to work, she understands why God said the jeans and not the skirt. Oh, maybe God said, wear the clothes, you're like, ha. It's so hot outside, you're making me wear your clothes. And then you see, by the time it's off past 10, it's now cold and it's raining. And God's like, hmm, that's why I said wear the clothes. You know, get to a place where you're just like, it's your will, not mine. Building a, a getting to a place of dependency, you know, depending on God because He is the provider of all things. You know, get to a place that we depend fully on Him and we let Him, sorry, excuse me, I have the, I have the flu, and we let Him, um, take control of every aspect of our lives you know we're not letting him in on just half and we just say okay just do that and i'll do this letting him in on everything letting him in on every every single thing you know and letting him lead the way letting him um direct the steps you know i remember growing up i used to always say i want to be a psychologist and I used to be like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. I have to be a psychologist, I have to be a psychologist, a children's psychologist. I want to work with special kids, I want to work with special kids, abuse kids. That's me, that's me, that's me. But then when I got to university, when I got to applying, I didn't get accepted. Actually, I got accepted, but my marks were not good. So I got accepted for social work. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. But then my dad... I also got asked for journalism. That was like one of my other options. And my dad's like, no, go for journalism. And I was like, nah, I don't want journalism. Psh, whatever, I don't want to do that. I thought my dad was forcing me into journalism, but it's only now that I'm older that I feel like journalism was the part God initially intended for me to be on. The thing is, with journalism, I've always loved documentaries. I've always loved sending pictures through video. I love documentaries. I that, That's one of the main reasons why I love watching Al Jazeera. Because I just love watching documentaries. They're just pretty amazing. So, that was why I made journalism an option. So, this is a little story time right now. So, what happened was I was like, okay, whatever. And then, for, so for journalism, I did my journalism degree at DUT. And I had to do a selection test. And because I'm an international student, I had to do the whole... I had to do... I have to get my passport, not my ID. So, um, the day of the test, I had to get my ID. And in the morning, I couldn't find my ID. I said, ah, whatever, man. I don't want to do this anyway, so I'm, I'm gassed. And then I sat down. And everyone's like, rimby, 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 rimby. I'm like, oh, leave me alone, man. Love it. It's not meant to be. And then everyone was just like, on oh, my case. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what, God? If I am meant to go to this place and do journalism, show me the way. Make me find my passport right now. And let me tell you, I found that passport. The moment I said that, my eyes, I looked up and I saw a bag and I remember that I put my passport in that bag. And I showed such bag and I found my passport and I wrote the test. I wrote the test and then the following year, that's when, that's, you had the, I wrote the test was metric. And the following year, that's when, you know, I started uni. And my registration process was so long because I'm an international student. So it was like very complicated. I went up and down for like about a week and a half and those strikes and it was just very complicated. Like it was horrible. And I got to, I was in the taxi one day and said, God, I'm tired of doing this up and down thing. If I go today and they don't make me register, I will know for a fact that I'm not meant to be doing this degree and I'm wasting my time and this is not the party coming on. And may I tell you that the moment I got off the taxi and I entered the campus, this other lady was like oh yeah you are the girl who needs to register come here let me register you so you can go to class class has already started so in that moment i was like okay okay god clearly has a plan for me in the field of journalism 
so now i'm literally in a place where i'm always seeking inspiration when it comes to anything that has to do with media or journalism because my thing is he showed me that it was his plan for me to be here in the first place so because it showed me that it was his plan for me to be here in the first place i'm going to follow it and I, and it took me a while for me to actually fall in love with it i'm not gonna lie to you and tell you i enjoyed the three years i did in, in university completing that degree i'm not going to lie to you and say i enjoyed it i did not enjoy it I did not in first year was horror for me. I think I started enjoying it in second year. It was so hard for me. But one thing I learned was how to yield and submit to the plan of God for me. You know, I didn't enjoy it, but a part. But I didn't enjoy it. But I'm like, you know what? There's a reason why God put me on this plot, on this platform. There's a reason why God put me on this path. There's a reason why I'm moving uh, in the direction that I'm moving in. I might not understand it, but I know there's a reason for it. So, I got to that place, and that's why even right now, when I think of being stressed, because right now I'm currently unemployed, yo, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. What's going on? I always remember that I didn't get myself here. I didn't get myself here. Like, you know, the Holy Spirit always reminds me. It was not your own power and your own strength that got you here. It was the Spirit. And... God is always reminding. You know when I when I speak about when I spoke about um new beginnings last week, you know that's quite, um humble beginnings rather last week. It's God. God is always reminding me of that. You know I will never make you start something just so I can leave you. There's something important I need you to learn in this particular stage or in this particular um moments that you're in right now and that's one of the hardest things ever because when you when you surrender and you give yourself to the will of god it also means that you also need to surrender to the teachings you also need to surrender to the seasons because even the bible says there's a season to laugh and there's a season to cry there's a season to reap and there's a season to to plant There's there's a season for everything you know there's other seasons you're crying other seasons you're happy other seasons you're planting and you're digging and you're plowing you're cleaning you're doing everything you're pulling out the weeds and you're doing all that and other seasons you're harvesting all that you have planted and it's just you just need to know what season you're in it's very important to know what season you're in that way you don't miss the graces that come with that season but you will not know what season you're in unless you fully surrender to christ and you let him do what he wants to do and seasons differ for different people you know, it might be, one thing I've learned is, everyone might be saying, it's the season for harvest, the season for harvest. And it really could be the season for harvest, but what are you harvesting? you get what I mean? Like, I know the beginning of 2023, everyone was just talking about, this is going to be your year, this is going to be your year. And everyone was so excited, you know, oh yes, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to achieve this. And it's still going on, you know, like, may God restore this, may God do this, the last six months of the year, may God just do the most for you in your life and stuff like that. And I'm not cursing it, I'm not dissing it, but I think people need to understand that even, it could be a season of harvest, but it's a matter of understanding what you are harvesting. Why do I feel like I've gone off topic? Probably because I have. But anyway, it's very important to know what you are harvesting. You get what I mean? Just because 
it's a season of fruitfulness doesn't necessarily mean that your finances are going to be fruitful because it could be a season of fruitfulness in terms of employment it could be a season of fruitfulness in terms of joy and peace of mind it could be a season of fruitfulness in terms of opportunities it could be a season of fruitfulness in terms of friends and family or being surrounded by people that really care about you it's all about understanding what kind of fruitfulness you need i know recently i've you know god had given us my family and i a word a rhema word you know a prophetic word and i was like god but i don't see it i don't see it i don't see it until one day i looked and i realized that no god has been doing it it's just not what i had imagined you know i've been saying well restoration i don't see no restoration i'm i'm still unemployed i'm still broke but when i look at my life i actually see that I have peace. I've, I've, I don't remember the last time I was this at peace. I don't remember the last time I was this genuinely happy. I don't remember the last time I wasn't salty or bitter at anyone. I don't, I don't remember the last time I didn't hold a grudge. Like I'm at a place where I'm so peaceful. Like I'm at a place where I'm, I'm happy. I'm at peace. I've let go, and I feel like I've been. I feel like the old me has been restored. The old me, the kind me, the one that me that used to love, that me that used to care about people, that me that didn't care about what people had to say about me, that me that actually liked me, if you get what I mean. But because I heard restoration and restitution, I just immediately thought finances. I'm like, yeah, I need money, I'm broke. But without realizing and looking, without realizing that, no, I've actually received something, but I've just been so blind to it because my ears have been close to God. I wanted him to give me what I want. And when he didn't give me what I want, I closed my ears. Whereas he was showing me that, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to give you that, but I just need to give you this first. Because if I give you that without this, it's like nothing's going to change. You know, I know people always say money, money will solve all my problems. And... To be honest, it will solve a lot of problems, but I'm not sure if it will solve all the problems. Because if it solved all the problems, I don't think we would have so many rich people committing suicide. If money really did bring us happiness, I don't think we would have famous people that are overdosing on drugs. People who are living lives to the max. When are you saying, Ish, if this guy will just give me his one cows, at least it will make my whole life better. That guy is suffering, probably crying himself to sleep. If money really did solve all those things, then I don't think, then I don't think we'd have people in that state. So now, we, so now I'm in a place where God is kind of teaching me that first you need to deal with the psychological side, the emotional side, the character side, before you get to the materialistic side. You know, and I'm learning that. Why? Because I'm sur- because I'm surrendering. And the more I learn, the more I realize, you know what? You, you know better than me, man. So I'm just going to surrender. <laughs> I'm just going to let you do your thing. Because, in all honesty, I feel like we stress ourselves a lot. We stress ourselves a lot and we get frustrated frustrated, and we allow, we allow other people's lives and what's going on in their lives gets to us and we allow things that we see around us get to us and forget that there is one who's greater than everything and that one who's greater all he needs is for you to yield in 
but yielding in is hard because when you yield in doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to automatically start blooming you know there's this lady uh like i said i watched lady Anne, and she was she gave a testimony last time about j for jesus who recently got married and you know j for jesus was um telling her story uh about her walk with christ and how christ got her married i i forgot the amount of months that was five months like she got into a relationship and got married within five months or something like that i forgot but then she was basically talking about that but she was talking about the work that she had to go through before that the amount of submission she had to do the amount of surrendering she had to do to christ the amount of opening she had to do to christ the she had she let god control her entire relationship you know, and she even mentioned at some stage in life that you should that God that God told her not to not to accept gifts from the guy. Because God said you think you love the guy, but it's the gifts that you like. So you don't get gifts for him. You can buy him gifts, but you don't get gifts for him. And she listened to God because why she surrendered everything. She surrendered everything. And Lady Anne is always talking about this. Um that's uh dear lady and guys i I mean i just advise you guys watch it whether you want to get married or not i just think you should watch it i think it's very insightful and i I learned a lot and it's just really amazing not me plugging her (laughs) Ah, okay cool free promo anyway uh but um she talks about how people see results but then there's always work that goes into that you know and she talks about how you come on the platform and or you see someone saying oh yeah me and my partner we only dated for like three months and we got married that's the result but before that what did you do in order to get to that before that you you, you had to surrender you had to get to a place where you're like you know what god i want you to take control of my relationship and after god says take control of my relationship you have to now get to a place where you let him really take control of your relationship so it's a place where you have to kill the flesh like i said again kill the flesh and kill what pleases the flesh in order for the spirit man to take control you know i've i've listened to so many women say their different stories you know other women talking about other couples rather talking about how god called them to not um kiss until they got married and other people other people told them that other people talking about how god um will not permit them to do maybe physical concert like hugging and stuff so they just had to hold hands you know and i'm thinking hi bo and i'm thinking god what are you saying man (laughs) and i'm thinking being in a relationship and all you're doing is handshaking you might as well be friends forget friends friends even hug bro we might as well just be Churchmates, that's what we are. We're practically churchmates. But at the same time, it's a matter of yielding because there's a reason why God will say don't do this at this particular time because there's something that you are learning in that very moment. You know, but you can only learn these things when you fully surrender and you're willing to let God take control of your life and you're willing to to let God take control of the aspects of your life. You know, and it's it's hard because half of the time you look like an idiot to society, and that's and that's the truth. Because when Jay for Jesus was talking, I was just thinking, I can just imagine people thinking this girl must be an idiot. You know, because you're doing things that people look like shine upon you. I'm like, what? Why would you do that? But then you understand why God is making you do certain things. You know, you understand why God is saying do this or do that. There's something that you're learning there. 
and there's nothing harder than submitting. I'm not gonna lie to you, come here and tell you submitting is nice. Listen, I am struggling. Other days I'm better than others. But one thing I can tell you is that it's it comes with a lot of peace. You know, it comes with a lot of peace compared to when you are controlling it yourself. Because when you control life yourself, you have no guarantee of the outcome. You know, when I plan my own life and I say, but I'm 25, I want A, B, and C, I have no guarantee that that will happen. I can work as hard as I want and I can do all the things I want to do, but I'm not guaranteed that I will get the, to the place I want to get to by 25 compared to if God says at 25 you're going to be A, B, and C. If God says that, that is definitely going to happen if I yield to his purpose for me and I let him take me to that place, it's definitely going to happen. So I have, a, I have peace with that, you know, I have peace with that, you know, knowing that God is the one that's in control. It gives me peace and allows me to sleep better at night because I know that I don't have to stress about anything because he's the one that's in control. You know, he's the author of my story. You know, he's the he's the author of the story. You know, he's writing my story. And if he says full stop here and then full stop there it is. And it's very it's it's very, very frustrating. Like the like uh, there's so many things that I'm being called to do that had God told me about them a couple of years ago, I would have just been like, I know you lost your mind. But the older I'm getting, the more I'm understanding these things. And I, you know what? There's a lot going on, guys. But um, eventually, I'll be, able to tell, I'll be able to say everything. Eventually, I'll get to a place where I'll be able to tell you guys my entire process. And um, what I do, the amount of praying I do for a living. Guys, when I say I pray for a living, I'm not lying. I pray for a living. The amount of praying I do for a living, the amount of praying I'm being called to do, I'm being called to pray even more than what I'm doing now. And here I'm thinking, chai, you know, but there's a reason for it. I'm in a season of learning systems. I don't understand why I'm learning how to pray this hard. I don't understand why I'm being called to read the Bible so much, but I know there's a reason for it. You know, there's always a reason for everything. And one thing about submitting to God is not caring about the reason but trusting the one who's sin who's telling that who's instructing you you get what i mean when you surrender you don't care about about why you're doing certain things you know you're trusting that the one who told you to do that has a reason for it you know you're trusting in his higher power you're trusting in his um in his will for your life you're trusting his purpose for your life and you say you know what okay cool you know, you say, okay, I understand. You know, there's certain things or certain places I, I wanted to go to when I was younger. And my my parents would say no. My mom used to always pray for me. I always say I wouldn't be where I am here if it wasn't for mother's prayers. Because I did some questionable things growing up. You know, and I'm at a place where God even reveals to me certain things. And there's certain people I try to uh, uh, I try to be friends with, or certain relationships I try to get into, romantic ones and friendships I try to get into, and they just wouldn't work out. And I'm like, but why are they not working out? And then it's only now that I'm listening to God that God is showing me what would have happened had I let that happen. You know, and I'm thinking, had God told me the reason, then I would have been too immature to understand it. So now I'm at a point where if God says. You know, I wake up at random hours of the night, by the way. Like, I'll just be sleeping one time. And then God will just, and then it will just be like, half past one, I'm no longer sleepy. And I'm just like, huh. 
go to sleep then go just say read ezekiel i'm thinking why am i reading ezekiel and i'm sleeping i have to find my glasses i have to switch on the lights i have to take my gun because it's cold and i have to sit there and start reading ezekiel i'm like oh, what is this and i'll just be reading ezekiel and i won't be getting anything i won't be getting anything i won't be getting anything but it will only be three weeks later that something happens and then that verse from ezekiel comes back to me i'm like ah this is what god was talking to me about you know in that moment you say read daniel and then you read daniel you say okay fine daniel prayed over this daniel prayed over that. and then two weeks later your friend comes and says, you know i had a dream that's really troubling me about a b and c and then you, the verse will come to you about how daniel interceded and then you start thinking raw intercession and then now you start interceding for this person because that's what god is, t- is talking to you because god is always talking to you for the future you know and in that moment you don't understand what's going on you're like why am i reading ezekiel why am i reading numbers but then god said just read it the reason behind why you're reading is not important for now just do it but when when that thing happens and you're like ah okay okay so god is just you know showing me these small small things and those small things are making me try are, are teaching me how to trust them more with even bigger things you know it's a bit frustrating when you're trying to sleep and you know, you're just being woken up to read a random ver- a random chapter in the bible but there's teaching in it you know there's a there's a there's a teaching there it might not be for today's problem but it's going to be for some problem eventually in the future you know one thing about god is one thing about submitting to god that i can tell you is amazing is i feel that god will always god will always defend you and vindicate you god will always show you what's going to happen before it has happened that way you can get to a place where you can cancel it and now i listen to talk uh, to um apostle uh joshua salmon and he always says prayers are gatekeepers prayers are what go when you pray yeah your prayers what goes before you and it makes the it clears the path for you that's why it says pray with that season never ever stop praying because your prayers will go before you and when trouble wants to come there you will be you have already prayed so the trouble can never get to you but that comes from a place of surrender that comes from a place of surrender and a place of listening to God. Because if God says, I want you to pray for your children. And you're thinking, I'm freaking 15. I don't even know if I want to have children. But God said, pray for your son. You're thinking, ah, I don't even want a son. I want three daughters. But then God said, pray for a son in that moment. So you now start praying for your son. And then one day, maybe when you're 35 and then you have a son. Maybe your son's about to start doing drugs. He's supposed to, maybe his friend says, Yo, why don't you sniff this? But because of the prayer you made when you're 15. Because God is a God of remembering. He's a God that always remembers. And because of your prayer when you're 15, God now remembers that. And when God remembers that now, he now protects the son. Why? Because you were obedient when he told you to pray for that particular son. Before you even knew you were going to have a son. You know, and that's one thing I'm learning. That's one thing I'm learning that there's so many things I've been called to pray for. There's so many things I've been called to 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 learn right now that I don't understand right now. But one thing I do know that it's going to make sense eventually. There's many lessons I learned back then that I'm seeing now. You know, there's many lessons I learned uh back then that I'm only seeing now with oh wow this is what I prayed for and it's so funny you know and it's very very funny and one thing I also prayed for is the right crowd I've always said God give me the right crowd and it's so funny that right now let me tell you that the certain people I thought I'll be friends with but now when I see them on the road they literally look to the other side and I'm thinking hey but I'm I was a bit taken aback I was like did they just look I was gonna just say hi and God saying you said God 
if the person is not meant to be in my life, let them walk away. That's them walking away. You prayed for it. Now it's happening. And I'm thinking, yo. But you can only get to a place like that when you submit. You know, because when you submit to God now, he vindicates you from the pla- from the plans and the plots of the enemy in the future. Because if 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 you let God work on you now, you know, it's it actually helps you in the future because there's many things that because he at the end of the day he knows what's waiting for us. But one thing I like about God is the fact that he hasn't forced you to to um yield into his will for you. He hasn't forced you to. He has a plan that he writes for you. And he just lets you decide whether you want to do it or not. And because I've lived in this life and I've seen those who have chosen the other way, I'm like, yeah, 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 me, I'll stick with you even if it's hard. And I look like an idiot 99% of the time. It's fine. I'll be an idiot for Christ. You know, and it's like a debate that people always have. You know, when they say, I don't think there's only one person meant for you in this world. Because if that was the case, how come there's so many people married to wrong people? I know a case where a lady got told, this is your husband. But she ran and she went to another man. She's married to him now. And because God has, God is a good God and is a merciful God, if she prays, God will help her with the current partner that she's with. But initially, the one she was supposed to be with is that one. And now she, when she has problems in this marriage, she can't really cry because she got herself there when God said, I wanted you to do this, but because you said to do this, I'll just help you. But this is not, this is not what you're supposed to be having. You settled for less and I can't make the less that you've settled for into more. I can make it decent, but I can't make it more. Because initially I had this for you. So now this will always be a thorn in your flesh. Unfortunately. And because I've 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 seen it happening so many times around me, and I've also made decisions that led me to have thorns in my flesh i'm at a place where i'm just like you know what i think i'm just going to surrender to you god and i'm not gonna lie it's so hard like social surrender is basically allowing god to direct every single part of your life my career god i want to do this what do you say yay or nay this guy i think he's kind of cute i think he's understanding what are you telling me about him he goes to church and he prays god yay or nay god this girl she said she got for lunch and i go out for lunch with her yay or nay I want to start a new business, yay or nay, including him in everything. I want to go out, I want to wear the skirt, yay or nay. That's what, that's how, that's what submitting is. Killing the flesh and all that pleases the flesh. Allowing him to control, and half of the time allowing him to control is very painful. Because there's so many other things you want to do. You know, like I'm talking about how these, like uh, the couples that, I've watched who God has literally um, made them meet and get married in like five, six months. You know, how they'll talk about how in the relationship they're not allowed to go on dates. Some say we're not allowed to do this, not allowed to do that. And in that moment, it looks dumb, but there's a reason why God was doing that. It was protecting from something. But you need to be in a place of surrender in order for you to yield into that. Because if you get to a place where you say, okay, God give me a partner, and then God gives you a partner, but then he gives you an instruction with that partner, and you don't obey the instruction, you're gonna lay, allow a lot of horrible things to come in and destroy it. You know, like when you get a toy or a new thing, you, there's always instructions that come with that thing. And if you don't read that instruction, you're going to use the product wrong. And when you use the product wrong, it's gonna break. It's gonna break, and you won't be able to use it properly. It's not gonna work properly, actually. It's not going to work properly. 
and you're going to be wondering what did i do what did i do what did i do you didn't read the instructions so if god gives you a job there's an instruction with it if god gives you a friendship there's an instruction with it if god gives you a marriage there's an instruction with it there's always an instruction so the hard part is not yielding to to the job or the marriage or the relationship the hard part is yielding and surrendering to the instruction that comes with that which god has for us because everything god gives us is for the glory is for his glory so that you need to start thinking okay cool i want to have a friendship like this so we can look here together we can be matching and we can be friendship goals how's that giving glory to god whereas god is saying okay cool that's nice but me i want you to do a b and c and you start thinking that's so lame i'm trying to be an influencer so God has given you something, but you didn't read the instructions. And on the friendship, you've been friends for two months, and next thing you know, the friendship is done. Why? Because you got a product, you didn't read the instructions, and now it's broken. You got the friendship, no instructions, it's broken. What comes next? We get frustrated, we get angry at God, and God said, I told you. I gave you, you prayed for something, I gave it to you. But I also gave you instructions on how to maintain it, how to keep it, and how to take care of it but you skipped the class you skipped the class you skipped the class and you ignore the instructions so there's nothing i can do because one thing about god is he always gives you a chance a season to learn before god gives you anything he always puts you in a quiet season where everything seems stagnant but he always puts you in that in that season so you learn all you need to do is surrender to the teachings and the grace that is in that is in that season because if you get out of that season to another season without having fully surrendered in the old one and receiving all that was meant to get you meant to get in that season and go to a new one with the old mindset listen you're going to fall flat on your face and you have no one to blame by yourself because the goal because the, the main thing is to always surrender because when you surrender you're not going to fall you're never you, you can't ever fail when you're surrendering because you're surrendering to god and surrender so it's so easy surrender, surrendering to the nice things it's easy surrendering to the marriage it's easy surrendering to the new job that has the money and the new car it's hard now surrendering to the the, the work that goes behind you getting that new job and that new car that's that's that, that's the hard part you know that's the hard part like i said i listen i watched it lady called lady and and she talks about certain things you know she mainly focuses on the aspects of marriage and i'm just learning man and she talks about how sometimes god will call you to do certain things not for you but for your partner so now if you have come to a place where you're fully surrendered to god you now need to get to a place where you even knew to that and i'm thinking and 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 every time i listen to her speak and i'm all like you know what had i heard this before I got to a place of letting God control my life, I would have just said, no ways. But one thing I know is God is faithful to all those who are obedient to him. Because surrendering everything and yielding to his plan and his will for you is obedience. It is obedience. And obedience is... It's commendable and God rewards obedience. When you obey God, he will definitely lift you up. You know, he will definitely do things for you because you're listening to what he's telling you. You get what I mean? God, there's certain things that God always needs for you to do before he gets to a certain place. Certain, there's, there's always, a, it could be a character change. It could be 
many things, you know. But God is faithful. He is very faithful and, you know, is an amazing God and all we need to do is surrender and I promise you everything will fall into place. And, um, yeah, guys, that is, I feel like I spoke about everything else besides actually surrendering to God. I don't know, man. But, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. It, um, you know what? Maybe I'll do a part two where I'm actually talking about the actual act of surrendering. <laughs> because now I feel like I'm just talking about every, I, I feel like this was a story time because I gave you guys my story. And I was just rambling about a lot of other things. I get very easily distracted and I don't stay on topic. Yeah. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I've, again, I'm really, 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 really sorry that it is late. I promise I'll try to make it up to you guys. And yeah. In fact, I hope I already made it up. See you by this episode. Yeah, cool. Anyway, see you guys on Thursday next of next week. Have a wonderful week and enjoy your youth day and your long weekend. I mean, it's a long weekend here in South Africa. If you're not in South Africa, sorry, man. But um, yeah, guys. Bye. Love you lots.